Hello and welcome to this Black Talk Radio News Commentary. My name is Scotty Reed, of course. Please continue to support the production of independent black media. You support should support independent media, period. But there is a specific need for black media, which the Black Talk Media Project, a North Carolina nonprofit, has tried to fill. Now, speaking of a mission of the Black Talk Media Project, um, this short commentary will be about, well, I shouldn't say short. I don't know how long this may take, but I have documented what I feel like is a wrongful conviction in the court of Facebook community standards in terms of service. Um, I had gotten a message last night from one of my Facebook friends who had sent me a screenshot saying that they was coming after him for stuff that he posted years ago. And then I said, you know, that's funny because I got some message about a comment I made on an article that was posted by somebody or some page. And all I said was the article was trash. The, the writer didn't do any research and that the evidence shows Marcus Garvey, Marcus Josiah Garvey was not a racist. And then I linked to a YouTube video, which had been deleted but a YouTube video where he is talking about stuff that you can no way say that this man was a racist. And for those that don't know, uh, Marcus Garvey was here around the period right after what world war one, I, I believe, um, before he was deported. So anyway, I got flagged for that for simply saying Marcus Garvey wasn't a racist and linking to a video as supporting evidence, a video on YouTube. All right. So then I go to log on this morning um, to uh, just check the news feed to see what people talking about, because that's what I do. And sometimes I might make a podcast about any social media trends or cultural trends or what black people are talking about or, or any people are talking about. Um, so anyway, after that happened to me, I'm always going to document everything with screenshots. And so I start, they going to send me a message talking about I had seven violations, some going back to 2020. Some I had already served a uh, Facebook jail time for. So now I'm getting double jeopardy, uh, them bringing up this old stuff. Um, and I have documented it. But so I did a quick uh, Google search anyway uh, to, to about um, AIs artificial intelligence and racism because I had heard some talk about how these artificial intelligent algorithms are racially biased because they're programmed by people with biases and the input is all uh, the way these things function is based on the data that is um you know fed to the to the AI and when you don't have um, people who look like myself people uh, from different ethnicities and cultures um who can tell the make distinctions between sarcasm or jargon that's that's specific to a cultural group no ain't ain't none of that going on um so anyway i found this article and this article was just published i believe it was in august of 2020 on forbes.com you know the financial news uh platform but Forbes.com published this article in August by Charles Towers Clark. Is Facebook doing enough to stop racial bias in AI, meaning artificial intelligence? So let's just go through. I'm going to read a little bit 
um, from this article. I got a couple of excerpts that I pulled, and then I'm going to show you my receipts on this wrongful conviction of th uh, resulting in a 30-day Facebook jail sentence. So he says, racial bias is deeply rooted in serious problem in our society, and that prejudice has already leaked into many of the algorithms we use today. With Facebook recently announcing their intention to investigate racial bias in their algorithms, the question arises about the role of big tech in perpetuating racially discriminatory AI and what benefit they might receive by sitting on the fence at a time when the anti-racism movement is stronger than ever. Insidious, infectious, intolerable, because algorithms are built and trained based on the data you give them and are often programmed by groups that are not representative of society as a whole, algorithms can very quickly become a source of discrimination by omission. At face value, tech is not racist, but algorithms penetrate every facet of our lives, says Dominique Kistan in episode four of the Diaspora Collective Podcast in which four women from the Afro-Caribbean diaspora discuss the wider impacts of algorithmic racism. Kirsten continues, or Kistan continues, when it comes to AI and machine learning, if only one demographic of people is inputting information into these algorithms and centering themselves as the norm, then it will continue to exclude and other black people and minority ethnicities who may not fit that norm. That is how tech becomes just another way for racism to infect society. So, that's a couple of excerpts from the article. Is Facebook doing enough to stop racial bias in, a, in AI? And I'm saying no, they not. And then even when you have a human reviewer, which of course we know that's very rare. Even Facebook tells you, oh, we're overwhelmed by COVID. So we may not be able to review your disagreement, get a human to look at it. And you're disagreeing that this violates terms of stand, uh, standards or terms of service and community standards. And, and you know, that's, I was thinking earlier before I, while I was putting my um, stuff together for this podcast, I was thinking earlier, see, community, community. That's the key word right there. And Facebook can call itself a community, and it has a diverse group of people working, working, you know, on the platform, people like myself. Um, but, you know, is it reflective of, let's say, the black, the black community? Is it reflective of the standards of the Asian community or any other ethnic group? Any other, you know, nationality and what have you, as as we hear about, you know, Twitter having all these issues, which I, I'm going to have to make another video about Twitter, okay? But the same thing goes for Twitter. So anyway, let's just get to the receipts. All right, here is the message that was sent to me. Uh, you can't post a comment for 30 days. This is because seven of your posts did not follow our community standards and the dates are June the 21st, 2021, that was today. I had just made a post yesterday, 16 hours ago, something like that. Um, but it got flagged today. 
uh, March 25th, your comment didn't follow our community standards. February the 8th, your comment did not follow our community standards on hate speech. Again, I'm an African-American per person, okay? Uh, I don't engage in hate speech, but more on that later. Uh, your comment, well, another one, February 8th, 2021. And some of these are double, you know, again, I'm double jeopardy. Your comment did not follow our community standards on hate speech. Your post didn't follow our community standards on hate speech December the 9th. I, and that's all 2020. Uh, starting from on this, on, um, yeah, February 2021, then December the 9th, 2020. Then October the 13th, 2020, your post didn't follow community standards. October the 13th, 2020, your post did not follow our community standards. September the 3rd, 2020, your post did not follow our community standards on harassment and bullying. Again, give me a break, man. Give me a break. So let's get to uh, some of the stuff. So this is the post I posted 17 hours ago, probably going on 20 hours ago. This post goes against our standards on hate speech and insults, so only you can see it. Now, I'm going to have more on this one particular uh, post later. I posted it inside of a Panther group. Okay. Not the original black Panthers, but you know, there've been many different, um, uh, facilities of the black Panther party over the years since they were destroyed. So anyway, I belong to a group, a local group, just a Facebook group. I'm not saying I'm in any of these groups in the real world, but I'm in a Facebook group. Somebody invited me, I accepted. They work in my area, I wanna know what's going on. So anyways, it was in a Pansot group and it said this post goes against our community standards. And for those that listen to the audio only, I shared a picture from the 1960s. Well, let me give more context. They had posted a picture, someone had posted a picture of a Vietnam Naval veteran while he was during the course of his duties, which was clearing mines or what have you off of ships and what have you. So anyway, you know, the post was praising him. And I simply made the comment that, Hey, Vietnam, um, invaders, thank him for his service. Something along, the, along those lines. I'm sure he did a good job for the Vietnam invaders, meaning the United States. And so I posted, you know, um, a picture that says, Know where you have these black men at a anti-Vietnam war protest saying no Vietnamese ever called me nigger. Now, most people will attribute that comment, which they rightly should, to Muhammad Ali when he was resisting the draft. Okay. He said he not going. Ain't no Vietnamese ever called me nigger. When I want freedom, it's you my oppressor. When I want justice, you my opposer. And, and so on, so on. Very famous speech. So that got that goes against their community standards on hate speech by saying, by making a comment on a pro uh, Vietnam soldier post or Vietnam naval uh, veterans post and saying, hey, ain't no Vietnamese ever called me a nigger. Why we invade Vietnam? Of course, they forced them to go. But that's neither. How is this hate speech? Hate speech is who? By the way, hey, speechy, who again, my profile clearly shows that I'm an African-American or a black person. So let's go to the next one. 
This is what they said about that photo. Our standards on hate speech, this is important, pay attention. Our standards on hate speech and insults. We define hate speech as language that attacks people based on their race, ethnicity, national origin, or caste, uh, religious affiliation. Although I see all kind of attacks uh, on Christians and, and black Christians, particularly since I'm mostly connected to black people, the algorithm going to show me posts from those that have either followed me or I've accepted a friend request or whatever. Okay. And, uh, but I don't never flag them. I don't never go running to Mark Zuckerberg flagging it. Say, oh, they hating on Christians for no reason. Okay. Um, because it depends on which quote unquote Christians they talking about. Uh, then sexual orientation, um, then sex, gender, or gender identity, serious disabilities or diseases. This includes claims about coronavirus, COVID-19. We sometimes allow things we otherwise consider hate speech. For example, when someone shares someone else's hate speech to raise awareness about it or uses a word in reference to themselves. So that's very important. We sometimes allow these things we otherwise consider hate speech. For example, when someone shares someone else's hate speech to raise awareness about it or uses a word in reference to themselves. I have two receipts showing that that is the very context of stuff that they banned and called hate speech that I posted. All right, me raising awareness and then me as an African-American using the word Negro, using the word N-word, Again, context context matters. So let's let's move on to the next one. So this is one um, that I made sometime actually in 2019. They're saying uh, they closed it on March 25th, 2021. I disagree with this. When did I first post it? You share this on your profile, February the 8th, 2021. Okay, that's two different ones. All right, I'm sorry, the first one. They closed it on March the 25th, 2021. Again, I already did Facebook jail for this. And they said that I agreed with their decision, but I did not. If I did, it was a mistake. But all I simply reported as a person who manages a podcast and a, a podcasting platform whose podcast is focused on the news and social issues and what have you, Cardi B bragged about lying tying up a dude who cheated on her and then hiring two trans persons to rape him. What a role model. So I did a podcast on this. Cardi B, it was either on TikTok or Twitter. But anyway, I had a copy of the video. I made a copy of the video. I didn't post the video to, to Facebook, but I used the audio in my podcast where Cardi B was bragging about her boyfriend cheating on her so she going to talk about, she going to give him a threesome. Y'all know how she talk. She going to give him a threesome and then convinced him to let her tie him up. And once she ties him up, the, she brings in these two people. She identified as trans persons, trans persons. Okay. And then is that a slur? That a slur? I mean, is saying somebody transgender, if they're identifying as transgender, is that a slur to say trans persons? Is that hate speech? No, it's not. 
Did I say anything should be done to these people? No, it's not. I didn't. I simply reported that Cardi B bragged about tying up a man who she knew was what they call straight, who only wanted to have sexual relations with biological double-edged chromosome women. All right. So if, if, if women are all women and there is no difference, then, you know, we, we wouldn't be calling them trans women. Right. So there, that's even in itself, they are acknowledging there is a difference between a biological female and a, and a male who has transitioned to female. And then a lot of times they don't even be having the surgeries and the operations or anything, especially when we're talking about children under the age of 18 whose brains not fully developed and are not allowed to get those things. And I guess I've read about people getting them. But anyway, she hires them to rape this man because she knew he was uh, not bisexual. He only dealt with biological women, her. A female, biological female, but she knew this and she going to use that to punish him for cheating on her with another female. So she hires two trans persons to rape him. What a role model. Wow. So I got flagged on Facebook for that. Where's the hate speech on uh, uh, towards anyone? Um, then one time, you know, going back to uh, not not 2021, but anyway, I always commentate. I always provide commentary or I'm often commenting on the Confederacy, you know, being that I was part of those Confederate monument protests here in Gaston County, um, North Carolina. Um, and, you know, just part of the whole movement across the nation to remove these Confederate idols that promote racism and white supremacy. So anyway, there's a film called The Hateful Eight. And I talked about a scene in that movie about why people joined the Civil War. And so one of the characters in this Quentin Tarantino directed film, Hateful Eight, was played by, uh, man, I just forgot his name already. Uh, but the character's name is, is, is uh, uh, Major Marcus Warren. Uh, played by Samuel Jackson, all right? And so I just simply shared the movie line. That's it, shared the movie line. You joined the war. He was talking to a former Confederate soldier. They were in a stagecoach, for those that haven't seen the movie, and they started talking about the Civil War. So he said, you joined the war to keep N-words in chains, even though you know he said, said you know, he didn't say you joined. <laughs> he didn't use the term N-word. He said the word, all right? I joined the war to kill Johnny Reb any way I could. Shoot him, stab him, drop a big old rock on their head. All right. So where's the hate speech in that? They said that's a, a, a hate speech, and I didn't. So here it is where they talking about I accepted their decision about Cardi B. I did not. I would never accept uh, decisions such as because I don't engage in hate speech. I'm very careful with my words. It ain't, it, it's not my problem if people want to twist my words or or interpret them in a way to fit their narrative. So saying that comment didn't follow community standards. Oh yeah, reporting a woman bragging about raping people with a trans two accomplices that were trans. That's that's okay. Nah, 
That's not right. So that's, you could say that Facebook supports rape. I'm raising awareness about rape, about men being raped. All right. So anyway, let me move on. Uh, let me see. You disagree with this decision. Okay, here it is. I got some of my slides out of order. You disagree with the decision about your comment. Then they decided that your comment did not follow our community standards on hate speech. So again, here is, here is me quoting a movie character with his picture. You joined the war to keep N-words in chains. I joined the world war to kill Johnny Reb any way I could. Shoot him, stab him, drop a big old rock on their head, whatever it took to put Southern white uh, uh, C words in the ground. That's what I did. See, I ain't even used the word cracker, which is what was used in the movie, which some people in the South use that word a lot historically even white people calling themselves there was a baseball team of white people calling themselves the atlanta crackers okay so again again this is february 6 2021 i already served facebook jail time for that so again we're talking je double jeopardy with this latest 30-day ban citing old stuff number seven Okay, about your post. Here's a post. Now, this is me using cultural language within the black community. All right. Sometimes we use the word Negro to refer to different types of black people who have a different mindset, different political philosophy, different economic philosophy. This is how we differentiate between ourselves because Black people, like any other people, are not a monolith. So anyway, it says, we confirm your post didn't follow community standards. Uh, I can't stand sharecropping Negroes. Y'all know what a sharecropper is. Okay, after chattel slavery ended after the Civil War and Jim Crow started, and then you had a lot of black people with nowhere to go, former victims just got off the plantation. Well, some of them stayed on the plantation, were allowed to stay on the plantation and become sharecroppers where they had to share their proceeds, their profits with the master. I guess that's better than slavery, but not that much better than chattel slavery where the, where the master get to keep all the profits from the stuff that you grew that you planted with your hands. So anyway, that's what, that's what share, that's giving some historical background on sharecropping Negroes. I can't stand sharecropping Negroes. Pay your taxes and shut up like a good little boy and stay out of white folks business. Go plant them crops you hear, boy, so you can pay Massa his share and don't you worry none about what we do at the courthouse. So I'm talking about an attitude of black people in Gaston County who were opposed to us other black people who were protesting the Confederate monument on our courthouse. So, you know, my memory is just refreshed of what was on my mind when I posted that. That's what I hear when mofos talk, talk out the side of their neck when they start talking like cowards, afraid to confront any institution, practicing any form of racism and suggesting, suggesting we farm our way out from under oppression. Just keep your ass in them fields and don't you worry none about what I and my peeps are doing. So how, again, is this hate speech towards who? Towards who? I'm a black person. 
I'm talking about other black people. Negro is a term we use to refer to ourselves or among ourselves. So again, is this the racist AI or is this a racially biased, culturally biased human? So again, just providing the receipts of what that man was talking about in his article. All right, here go the next one. Now, I had posted this one the first time I posted this picture. It's a political cartoon. You can't really see the words, but you have Hitler holding a Nazi flag. You have a Klansman in full regalia with his hood on and everything uh, holding up the Confederate flag. And what, what both of them are saying in the speech bubble is, what's wrong with sharing a little heritage, right? So I had that as my Facebook profile um, pick for a while. Not profile pick, but background pick on my profile for a while. Somebody flagged it. One of them Confederates from the county I live in is mad about what I'm doing. So anyway, I, again, did not agree that it violated their terms of service. So then it gets restored and they say, oh, this didn't violate the terms of service. But then I share it again in a post and then I was put trigger warning. If you are Nazi or American white supremacist history, I, I'm, to, I'm, I'm warning if you are Nazi, if you're a white supremacist, you might be triggered by this post. History, Hitler's American model the United States and the making of Nazi race law. And I provided a link to the book. This is a award-winning book that I'm linking to to show the American roots of Nazism. The Klan existed way before the Nazis, okay? Hitler praised the United States uh, Jim Crow laws in his book, Mein Camp, he praised the extermination of Native Americans. All right. But I'm the racist, right? I'm the one that's spewing hate speech when I'm the one that's raising awareness in this post about the roots of Nazism being um, in the United States. All right. Next one. So again, I appeal they confirm my post didn't follow their community standards. Again, that's why I'm providing you the receipts. Then later, a uh, few minutes, you know, later, after I got banned, maybe 10 minutes later, my your post is back on Facebook. Remember, I said I was going to bring this one back up again. We're sorry we got this wrong. We reviewed your post again, and it does follow our community standards. So again, it was a picture in a group praising a Vietnam uh, um, Navy SEAL or whatever his title was for clearing mines from the boats in the water. And I just simply said, you know, that he did a good job for the Vietnam invaders and shared a picture of these black men holding a poster that says no Vietnam, no Vietnamese ever called me nigger while they were at a Vietnam, you know, war protest, anti-war protest. Okay. So then they say they got, they got it right. Okay. I mean that I didn't do anything wrong. And I submit to you, I didn't do anything wrong on the other post as well. So we, I think this might be the last excerpt from the article um, where the guy was saying is Facebook doing, asking the question is Facebook doing enough 
to, uh, you know, address its racist algorithms. Uh, Facebook has previously ignored instances of racial bias in its algorithms and has impeded researchers from continuing to work on reducing racial bias as a true bellwether for how tech, tech interacts with society and considering their incredibly granular and in-depth data collection practices, Facebook position on racial bias is even more crucial. Factoring in Mark Zuckerberg's famous unwillingness to be an arbiter of truth, Instagram's controversial shadow bans of Black Lives Matter hashtags and users in a recent filing of a racial discrimination charge by a Facebook employee, it is vitally important that such an, and so I cut it off there. All right. So again, this has been an issue for quite some time. You know, again, bringing up uh, Black Talk Media Project, the nonprofit I founded in 2008 because of being banned from a podcasting platform uh, because of our content discussing racism and white people suspected racists complaining about it. And I ended up getting a two-week ban that turned into a couple of days after people complained. You know, that the word, just him calling it Black Talk Radio isn't racist, okay? When that's an industry, a radio industry term, they do a lot of research on what black people are listening to on the radio. So uh, I'm just, you know, I'm past being upset. Um, I'm past being, getting all in my emotions when these things first started happening. I started noticing in 2008 when Facebook, I think, was launched. And people been complaining and complaining. I've even been seeing it. It's not a day, or I should say, it's not a week that goes by that I don't see one of my friends saying, oh, I'm back from Facebook jail. I'm, I was in Facebook jail for this or, or for that. And a person was warning me last night saying, look, they going into my old stuff, talking about I violated their terms of service and what have you. So I, I got the receipts. Facebook algorithm. It's, it's artificial intelligence. It is racially biased, culturally biased. Um, even it's humans, you know, uh, can't no white person or some person, let's say they con subcontracting out to India somewhere. Cause a lot of American companies do cheap labor and, and, that person don't know how black folks in America talk to each other and that calling someone a Negro isn't hate speech. Okay. So whatever, whatever. That's why I built btrcommunity.com. No, people started contacting me once our launch black talk radio where we had been around for a number of years by that point. Again, we launched that in 2008 as well. Same time as Facebook, same time as Twitter came into existence on the internet. So did Black Talk Radio Network. And, uh, you know, people calling in to some of the programs and, and leaving messages uh, talking about, you know, Facebook is racist and we need our own. We hear that a lot. We need our own because this space is racist. We need a digital. So Black Talk Media Project as a nonprofit, stepped in and provided a safe digital social media space. Um, this is our newest platform, btrcommunity.com has been around for what, about three years, but we just launched the new, a uh, uh, different software 
for the new platform, which is much better than what we had before. So, you know, I, I you'll find me on BTR community when I'm not on Facebook or other social media. But again, I wouldn't even be on Facebook or Twitter. I'll be showing some self, some black self-respect if it wasn't part of my job to monitor social media as the founder of and president of Black Talk Media Project. I wouldn't keep taking that racial abuse and, and what have you, whether it's by artificial intelligence or by a ignorant human being, okay? So, hey, join btrcommunity.com if you fed up with Facebook jail or if you, you know, don't wanna leave Facebook completely, but you need a place to go when you in jail cause you've been wrongfully convicted for a Facebook crime, a speaking out against racism and white supremacy. Um, it is ad free. It's a private network. You don't have to use your real name or what have you when you set up your profile, um, but it's private. Um, and how do we make it private and ad free? Well, it's, it's $24 a year for a subscription. Pretty much works just like Facebook. We don't got all the bells and whistles because we don't, Black Talk Media Project don't got Zuckerberg billions, all right? And we don't look to extract revenue from corporate entities where we don't agree with their corporate standards and practices and what have you. So we'd rather be ad-free, self-sustaining, and that requires you as a person. So $24 a year, what's that? $2 a month and you're not getting bombarded with I, with ads. There's no data mining going on and your information isn't being sold to some marketing company to call you up and try to sell you something or to, get, or to email you and sell you something. We do not engage in that through Black Talk Media Project. Anyway, I think, I hope that I have provided receipts to show that uh, Mr. Clark is dead on point in the article that he wrote on August the 20, uh, August 2020 that was published on Forbes magazine. Please continue to support the production of independent black media online and in the real world. You can make a tax deductible donation to the Black Talk Media Project by going to blacktalkradionetwork.com or looking for the link in the description to make that donation. Join us at btrcommunity.com, just $24 a year, $5 a month, trial subscription. Peace and blessings to all.